this feels so awkward. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. If you're listening to this, then it means it made it out of the group chat. <laughs> on this week's episode, we're doing our 2020s. Backstory on the 2020s. And what they are. Me and my roommates, my freshman year of college, decided to make a 2020, our 2020-2020s list. So, our 2020, the year, what we wanted a guy, our 2020s list. And every single time we dated or went on a date or talked to a guy that freshman year, we went to our 2020s list and checked off all the qualities that he did or did not have. So, me and Kate made an updated 2020 list of what we want to find in a guy. Well, we separately made them and then I think hold each other accountable for when a boy comes in our lives. Yes. I don't, yeah, I don't know any of yours. There's like the basic ones. So I'll, I'll say my first one. I think it goes for both of us, but like that he just loves Jesus. That oh, was that, yeah, that's my, that's my first, that's my first one. one. <laughs> my first one, Lady specifically says, truly loves the Lord. It's my very first one. I put just loves Jesus. I was like, that's very generic, but I mean, obviously really important to us. And if you're doing this, then it might not be important, but it is important to us. Do you want to go, or do you want to go, we just go back and forth between our lists? Yeah, we can. Okay. Mine are in order. Like, they're just, like, random. Mine are random, so it doesn't matter. Okay, my second one is leads me well. <laughs> I, that is so good. I need someone that will lead me not only closer to the Lord well, but also just lead me in life well. Like, keep me accountable, lead me to what my, like, goals and aspirations are. Like, just leads me as a whole well in life that's a good one Mm -hmm. my second one is tips well i wait that's actually such a good one i said there i've just been to too many restaurants with like groups of friends and they don't tip well and i may never be attracted to this person but it makes me just hate going out with them yeah and so i think if you just don't know how to tip because i've been in the wait like i'm not necessarily waitress as a barista no we both but like we've been in that business that I would be so irritated. Like, I would ju- I just know. I know the issues yeah. of it. It would irritate me beyond if you cannot tip well. And I don't mind if it's like, hey, I'm going to pay for the meal if you want to cover tip. I'll cover tip. Mm-hmm. But don't pay for the meal and then leave a $2 tip. No. Or, like, a nice meal. That's just rude. I don't care how much the meal is. It can- I don't care how much anything is. I will always tip at least $5. That's At all. least. Yeah. That's that's a good one. It can only be a five dollar meal, and I will pay. I will tip five dollars. I normally tip around five, depending on what I get. Five is probably what my baseline of tipping would mm-hmm. be. Obviously, it's more than that. If it's not, if it's less than twenty percent, then I will obviously tip more. But. Yeah, your third one. Um, <laughs> mine is has dreams and aspirations. <laughs> if you <laughs> wants to go somewhere with his life, no, look, you have to. You don't have to have a plan. I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm doing next year. Like, if you just don't have, like, a set of, like, dreams or, like, goals you want to create in the next, like, 10 years or just, like, things you want to accomplish in your life, if you don't have those, literally, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, because you're you're aim just aimless. Like, are you time. a floater? Like, I'm just kidding. Like, are you okay? Like, are you good? Like, I don't know. I just feel like in my stage of life, you're in your 20s. Like, you should have an idea of where you want to go. That's and very And if you valid. don't have that, I get if you're trying to figure out. There's a difference between trying to figure out what you want to do specifically 
mm-hmm. and just not having any, like, just not having goals. Yeah. There's, there's a very big difference. If you're trying to figure it out or you're, like, tried something you're, like, actually, I don't like this and you do something. I get that. I did that three times in college. But you have to have a goal. You have to have something in mind. That's very valid. Mm-hmm. Speaking on age, though, I was at work today, and they all found out I'm 19, and they're like, what the heck? And I'm like, yes, I'm still 19. Yes, I'm a child. I literally just turned 19. Anyways, my third one, <laughs> yours is really sweet. Mine is has really good style. But that's valid. That is... I need to add that to my list because I don't have that. Mine... 21. I want to say bonus. <laughs> my thing is, is that... <laughs> I'm adding things. Like, this is important to me because there's a time and place. There is a time and place to dress, like, slouchy and just not... I'm not saying you always have to look 110%, like, presentable. I'm just saying it just goes to show that not only will you put effort in what you're wearing, there's, like, I think putting effort in the smallest things shows that you put effort in a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So putting effort in how you look and what you wear... Not not necessarily taking pride in what you're doing and, like, showing off, like, I have all these brands. But if you're just put together, oh, my goodness, it could take you, (laughs) I promise you, it could take you probably from, like, a 5 to a 7. Easily. It would jump very much. Hands down. It also, it also just shows that, like, you're like, I care about myself. Yeah. It shows that you have, like, self-respect. And it's like you, okay, here's the thing. To all the guys, I don't mean that you need to look like, I don't need... Don't wear a tux. I don't need a tux. I no. mean, I would love a tux sometimes. But <laughs> if your shoes and your shirt match... Oh! That is quite literally the simplest way to look so put together. Mm-hmm. Like, that is all I need. Anyways, there's... There, that's my third one. Yeah. No, I so agree with that. hmm Okay. My fourth one is loves me well with his actions. Mm-hmm. If you, like, <laughs> like, no, they get less serious as we go down. I was like, I will say. mine is just, okay. But, like, if you, you can say that you love me, but word, actions are way louder than words, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. That's valid. If you're going to do, like, the little things, like, hey, here's just, like, I know you've had a rough week, here's some flowers, that's adorable. That's, that's show actions of, hey, I love you. Mm. Little things of cleaning up, after, like, in the house. I don't know. Leaving cute little notes. I don't know. Just love me well with your actions. Okay, that's a really good Mm. one. (laughs) My fourth one is slow to anger. Oh, that's so good. My one of my quickest like turn offs or something that just really like frustrates me is when a male like a minor inconvenience is gonna happen, he's gonna explode. Granted, there is moments in life where it's like, okay, X, Y, and Z is adding up, and this was a chair on top. Okay, that's fine. I get that. But there's just slow to anger. Like, I've just seen people get so frustrated with me, and it's it just says such a big testimony to who you are of, like, okay, you know what? She's trying. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need you to be slow to anger. Because even, like, forget me, putting you in a situation where you just get angry off the bat at every single thing is, I just would never want to be seen outside of anywhere with you. That is just... yeah. Not necessarily shameful, but I would be ashamed of myself of, like, if you I would feel so awkward. If you get mad at, like, a waitress, like, you would have to, like, if we were in a relationship, you would get so mad at me. And I don't want to intake that rage. So, slow to anger is my fourth one. No, but that's honestly so good. I so agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I so agree with that. 
Okay, my fifth one is able to joke around. Okay, yeah. Like, you can be, please be serious. Let's have, like, serious conversations. But if you can't just, like, joke around or just, like, say a sarcastic comment, like, like, I need those sarcastic comments. I need that laughter. I need you to be able to just, like, let go and relax and be yourself. You don't have to be serious all the time. Please relax. I can't do it. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not put that one down, and I feel like I should have. Um, do what I do and put bonus. I'll put a bonus one. I'll put a little ear. Um, ear. My fifth one is knows how to save money. That is just a <gasps> bro. That's one. my seventeenth one. Um, <laughs> uh, my fifth one is saves money well because I don't necessarily always save money well. So I feel like counterparting that is that you will save money well and push me to save. Not saying that I. I think it's different where I am right now where I'm, like, paying bills and stuff and, like, savings a little bit different, but just saves money well. That's, I mean, there's nothing else to say about that. Yeah, I also have that one way down, but are we on sixth? Okay, mm-hmm. this one kind of goes into tying with loving the Lord, but I want him to live the I'm third lifestyle. Not the camp reference. I know, but, like, how <laughs> else are you going to put that, you know? Yeah, that's valid, that's valid. But, like, I don't know. Like, it's very obvious when you treat yourself first, put yourself first. And I don't... Yeah. I don't want you to put yourself first. Like, <laughs> like I do. Like, there's certain times, like... Time and place. There's a time and place, like, yes, you need to relax. Please, p- please put, like, your mental health first and go relax. Like, I get that. But on a day-to-day basis, it should be the Lord first, then others, and then yourself. And it's very obvious if you don't live out that life and you're very mm. self-absorbed i guess not being self-absorbed could not being narcissistic say. yeah essentially yeah well. okay yeah that's valid mm-hmm. <laughs> my sixth one is servant-hearted uh because i mean i feel like it's self-explanatory it's like i'm third just seeing a need and meeting it like my mom always had a yeah. saying in the house of like see a need meet a need and so for him i just would love if not a boy, because I'm not going to date a boy. A man is going to see something and be like, oh my goodness, I need to, like, step up to the plate. I need you to be proactive in what you're noticing and just be able to not just so focused on, like, what you want to do, what I, like, what I need, but also looking around you of, like, okay, well, the like, my coworker or his grandma, like, whatever it is, like, look so far outside of yourself of people that you don't even naturally think about mm-hmm. that you're just servant-hearted in that way. Yeah, I think, yeah. There we go. That's a good one. Okay, my seventh. Again, all these can, like, really tie. My first, like, couple can all, honestly all tie together. Yeah, but, that's valid. But it's okay. Um, My seventh is just naturally be kind to others. Mm. Like, if you're going to treat other people poorly, that is such a turn off. Yeah, that's valid. Such a turn off. Like, I, kind of like what you said with the tip thing. Yes. Like, if you don't tip well... That's a turn off. It's like if you're not treating others well or treating others the way that you should be treating yourself, I don't. There's, I don't know. There's just nothing there that I'm going to like. Like if you are just blatantly rude to people without having a reason or being, I get there's places and times and places where you need to be stern with people. We both know that. But like if you're just blatantly rude to people for absolutely no reason, that is, that's such a turn off to me. My seventh one is, they're two technically separate ones, but it goes, it co, it 
coexist together, but loves kids and loves people with Down syndrome. Mm. Because I obviously want kids. Not obviously. People probably don't. Oh, I Anyways, I want kids, and so I would love for him to not only want kids, but love kids in that sense. Yeah. Uh, so, love kids. And my two sisters, my two youngest sisters have Down syndrome, and there is just such a big testament on if you're willing to take in kids that have special needs and how you treat them, because not only does it affect, like, it just shows a lot about how you treat others. Like, it goes back to being servant-hearted, and to have kids in your home that have down syndrome you have to be selfless Mm -hmm. so i think within that i just need you to love kids with special needs specifically kids with down syndrome because i for the longest time wanted to work in school in a school for kids dedicated to Mm -hmm. people that have down syndrome so that's my seventh one um my eighth one is has a good connection with their family like down somewhere i don't remember yeah like I don't, I don't know. Me and my family had, like, a, I mean, we're good now, but, like, for a while, we were, like, we hate each other. Not actually, that's an exaggeration. We didn't actually hate each other. But we just did not get along. We, it was, it was a rough couple years. It was very obvious to everyone. With that, I just, I want someone that, like, loves their family well, gets along with their family, is, like, excited to see their family, wants to spend time with them, and genuinely loves them super, super well. Because I want to be able to see that secondhand. I don't want to feel awkward going into a household with my significant other and then being, like, my family doesn't have a good relationship. And, like, obviously, it's not like a turn off like you can't avoid that if it is not a great family connection but I think there's something just so sweet about letting someone in outside of the family that and they just love you unconditionally like you are part of the family and I think that stems from just having a really good family connection with everyone together and individually yeah I get where you're coming from for that one are we on eight yeah Yes. My eighth one is knows how to (laughs) two-step. Wait. (laughs) What is that thing? So It makes really sense. I, first of all, I grew up doing dance. Typing that bonus can two-step. I grew up dancing. I did ballet and everything under the sun. Here, and I, when I moved to Missouri, it's when I finally made the switch of, like, learning how to two-step, and I have fallen in love with it. I two-step as much as I possibly can, and granted, I'm very busy right now, and two-stepping hasn't been something I've done, but I've also taught classes before, so it's, like, fun. Mm-hmm. Whether you, I don't care, you don't exactly have to know how to two-step, but you have to be willing to learn. I will even throw that out there. You just have to be willing to go to a bar and dance with me and just dance. I don't care if you can be the greatest guy there or if you have no rhythm, I would just love for you to be able to go experience something and do something that I love. So, number eight is two-stepping. I should have expected that one. You should have. I really should have expected that one. <laughs> it's high up on the list, too. Like it's No, that was, like, one of the first high. ones that you thought of. Like, geez, okay. Um, what are we on, nine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need someone that knows their worth. You put a lot of good feeling ones, and mm-hmm. I'm... Yeah. I... They get less serious i really hope they do but that's a really good Um, one because i struggle with knowing my worth and i Mm -hmm. struggle with feeling like i'm not loved obviously i feel like everyone struggles with that but Mm -hmm. i just really and we can struggle with it together again 
we can struggle with it together. But at the end of the day, I just want you to know that you're loved and, like, feel special and not, like, oh, what's the word? Um, like, pity yourself that you're not, well, that you don't feel loved, you a, know? It's a pick-me boy. Yeah. I can't do that. But exactly. also, I feel like if his foundation isn't built on what Jesus has already done and what Jesus says about you, then he's going to be constantly seeking his worth in you. That which is true. will also, like, we're human beings. We're going to fail you. So then he's going to be constantly seeking it out of you, and then you're going to, your cup is going to be empty. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to be able to give him anything, and that's just going to be hard. No, that is true. Because your relationship is a partnership as well, and so you're like, okay, but you're constantly needing, and I need some mm-hmm. help here I as well. I need something. But that's a good one. I actually really, really like that one. I'll add that to my bonus. <laughs> we can exchange this later. We'll exchange this. Uh, my eighth one is, or no, my ninth one is good music taste. <laughs> I can't listen yeah. to the same, like, no, no hate, no hate to, like, VeggieTales or, like, the basic <laughs> worship songs. No hate. No, we can, you have such a point. You, We can listen to some good throwbacks, some great old throwback worship oh music. Oh my gosh, you do have a point. But I can't listen to, like, I need you to be able to expand. And, like, I didn't love country music until, like, last year. You just have to be willing to try new things, first of all. Music is just one of those things that it's like, it's a two-minute song. We can just explore outside of yourself. And I think it's when a guy shows you music of like, oh, this is what I like to listen to. And it's not necessarily underground, but like good songs. And you're like, oh, wait, I've never heard of this before. Mm -hmm. It's not like the basic, like I found this on like granted a lot of small creators use TikTok, but like Mm -hmm. it's not a big TikTok song from like. Megan Trainer or whoever it is, but gets like dives in and looks in for his music. Yeah, I just think it says a lot about you. <gasps> it does say a lot about you and your personality for sure. Okay, um, ten yes. See, number ten for me is understanding. If you can't sit down, mm-hmm. again, this stems from relationship trauma. If you can't sit down and let me explain to you my like concerns or how I'm feeling and you just sit there and blatantly don't want to try to understand it Mm, I what like why am I dating you like if you're not gonna sit there and be like I don't understand where you come from try to help me explain or like it try to help me understand or you're just sitting there and you're like I don't understand I don't want to understand don't ever talk to me again Mm -hmm. Don't, I'm sorry. Like, it's a two-way street of having people understand where you're coming from and your struggles. If I can do it to you, you need to do it back. Very valid. I have something kind of like that later on. Um, Number 10 for me is has good community and good friends. Because I, okay, the way dating has always been explained to me is that you're an, like, you're not just a add-on, but you will somehow like relationships you're going to become one life essentially mm-hmm. and they shouldn't be like a weight or a burden but they're going to flow within your life that means you're going to flow within my friends you're going to flow within my community yeah and i will flow into your community somehow some way i need you because first of all the fir- the five people that you're most around are the five people that you become mm-hmm. if you don't have good community or good people around you that's such a red flag i yeah. If they're not spurring you on towards the Lord and towards the cross, there is simply no reason why you should be friends with them. But if you're going to be, co- like, constantly justifying why you're friends with them, granted, there are certain people, but there's also, like, Jenny Allen talks about it in, oh my goodness, what's her book? 
find your people, and it's in her talk that she had done, but there's an inner circle, let's mm-hmm. acknowledge that, but has a good community of, like, just people in his corner spurring him on towards the Lord, and, like, people that he's going to mentors, his accountability, just of acknowledging that. Also, if you just have no friends, and I am not only your girlfriend, but your best friend, and your community, and your mentor, and your accountability, that's also not going to cut it. Yeah, no, you need other people. I need you to have other people because a community is a group of people, not one person. I can't serve as anything. No, I so get that. And it's like, you can love me, we can obviously be significant others, but if you don't have other people outside of me that you can lean on to, and like trust outside of me, I, I don't know, I will just find that kind of concerning. Like, what are you not telling me? Like, why, why isn't there a good community around you? Yeah. But I also- I also feel like good community stems from, does he have a good relationship in the Lord? Because yeah. if you have a good foundation, a good relationship with the Lord, you're naturally probably going to stem away from those friend groups and those situations. Yeah. So, but that is a really good one. Uh, yeah, I so agree with that. Like, the good friends and the good community around them. hmm Okay, my 11th is communication. You have to communicate with me mm. always. I don't Dang. care how big or how small it is. You, okay... Let's preface. You don't have to be like, I'm going here at this time with these people. I'm, you know. You I'm not to, a helicopter mom. You don't have to give me specifics at all. But I just want to know that you are with people that you trust and that you are with people that will help you if you get in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I don't have to, t- like, I don't have to know every single detail of, like, what you're doing or anything. But I just want to know, like, just simple communication skills. Hey, I can't hang out time going out with friends. Perfect. Love that. Let me know if you need anything. Easy. It's just a simple... It's like breathing. Yeah, it's just a simple, hey, I'm out with friends. Hey, me and my friends are watching a movie. I might not talk to you for several hours. Totally get that. Be with your friends and have that time with your friends. But communication. But communicate with me that just like kind of, hey, this is what's going to happen. Just so you know. Like, I just need the simple communication skills. Oh, 100%. My 11th one is has good hygiene and can, like, smells good. Mm, There's a difference between, okay, first of all, good hygiene. I feel like that's just such a given. Uh, If you look put together and you put time and effort into what you look like and what you smell like, it just says a lot about you Mm -hmm. and your worth. I think it stems from your worth as well of, like, who am I? I Not necessarily I deserve because ultimately we deserve death, but, like, you, you take care of yourself. Smells good. You can have a cologne. And that's fine. But if it doesn't smell good or I don't like it, we're going to have a big issue. Because yep. I'm going to be around you 24-7. Not 24-7, but when but I'm around you, um, I don't want to have to hold my breath. I just don't. <laughs> there have been certain situations that I have done that and I've faked it till I made it. And I'm just like, dang, that is so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> because it just makes me not want to be around you. That's like, I didn't even think about that. That's actually really good. Maybe because it's happened to me. I've thought about it multiple times. No, probably. That's never happened to me. <sighs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably why I didn't think about it. I was like, yeah, no, I definitely have thought about it a lot. That's funny. Um, my 12th one kind of goes with communication. Well, does go into communication, but I want to like, I wanted to make it a separate one to make it more specific. But mine says being open and honest no matter how hard it may be. Dang, that's a really mm-hmm. good one. Like, if you are struggling with some something, okay, obviously there's friendship boundaries. Like, obviously, like, after you start dating, boundaries. Boundaries. Kinda, ba- 
speaking boundaries open up a little bit because like you're gonna go through things that are hard and you're gonna have to talk about it but if you're going through something like you're struggling with you're going through something at work that's hard you see something in our relationship that you don't really like please communicate with that like that with me like because we're in this together because obviously if you have things you don't like about me I'm probably gonna have things that I don't necessarily like about you that doesn't mean it's a deal breaker. That doesn't mean we're going to break up instantly. That just means we have to communicate and talk about it and, like, move through it together. That also goes into, like, there's been past relationships or, like, just situations where I have told a significant other, hey, I need you to tell me what's going on because I'd rather you tell me than I find out. Exactly. It goes into cheating. It goes into everything. And if you're already hiding things from me, not, like... Forget boundaries. If you're already hiding things from me, then that says a lot. Yeah. Don't, I necessarily you don't always have to tell me everything. You have community and you have your mentors and you have your accountability for a reason. That is your 2%. That is whatever within the boundaries that you're mm-hmm. going to be telling them. But whether whether we're in a rock, like we're doing long distance and we're doing, like we're in a rocky place where I constantly see you around girls. It's not because I don't trust you or because I think you don't like me. I have yeah. worth in myself. I know what I'm worth. I know that you like me and you picked me, but I'm saying that I would hate for you had to communicate something to me. That's that happened. Or you're going to exactly. lie to me because we're all humans. We all tend to say. I want to know. Like if you're having thoughts about another girl, please, like I get that's such a hard conversation to have. And I get like you don't want to have that conversation, especially with someone that you're dating mm. or engaged to or married to. I, I so get that. But I would much rather find out from you being like, hey, I haven't been 100% honest and 100% loyal to you. I would much rather know that because I'm going to have so much more respect for that guy than if I find out by his friends or I find out later from a because text we're that, in- that popped up on his screen. Like, um, yeah. you know, like I, I dated a guy. No joke. I dated a guy and I looked down his, like his phone lit up. We were sitting together. So I looked up and I just like glanced down because I didn't know which phone it was, mine or his. I like glanced down and it was his and it was a Snapchat from his ex. Mm. And I was like, this is odd. Because he always talked about this ex and he was like, she's crazy, like all this stuff. And I was like, this is odd. Why are you getting, why are you getting Snapchats and text messages from your ex? Like, I don't like this at all. We went to the same school. So I was like, I don't like this. Mm. And, and she knew who I was, and we, she knew that we were dating and did not like it. And I was like, okay. So I called him out on it. I was like, why are you getting texts from her? Like, mm, what is actually sus. going on? And it turned it turned out to be nothing. Like, it really did. It turned out to be she was trying to get his attention and get him to talk to her. But she And he was like, no, I have a girlfriend. I'm not talking to you. We've already talked about My this. My thing is, Stop why are you engaging? Me. Just block no, her. No, yeah. She, why he are you was engaging? Like, no. And there was multiple times he did leave her on open, but she would keep texting. So he was like, stop texting. I'm literally with someone. I don't want to talk to you. But he was like, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to freak out about it because it was nothing. And I was like, I get that, but it's because you didn't tell me and I saw on your phone. It made me overthink and feel like you were cheating on me. So just please be like, if you see this going on, there's nothing going on. She's just trying to text me. I'm not texting her. Mm, so yeah. I was like, okay, because he was like, I didn't want to have that conversation. I was like, but you need to have that conversation. Yeah. I st- Like, you need to have that conversation because I don't want to overthink and worry about your ex texting you and communicating yeah. with you. 
I'd rather in some situations you over-communicate than under-communicate because it's going to be more beneficial for both ends. Exactly. My 12th one, this goes for a lot of areas, but is (laughs) self-aware. Um, Mm -hmm. and let me, let me tell you why. Mm. There have been certain... I know, I know exactly why. I know exactly why. There just, there have been certain guys that aren't self-aware i will take you like we will all hang out in a group and you're the loudest one and you're the most obnoxious one and it's rude and it's impolite and it's annoying be self-aware please there's time and places there's times and places for things time and place Uh, i think that's the biggest takeaway you can take from this time and place for everything and i'm just saying that if you whether you're self-aware about your personal hygiene whether you're like self-aware about where like how loud you are or just simply self-aware of situations where you can read your body language and my body language or people around us just acknowledge like you don't have just don't be an idiot and the world doesn't revolve around you so look outside yourself Mm -hmm. open those eyes of yours because i know you have them Mm -hmm. open them and be like oh okay this isn't the this isn't the right place to do this whether it's a conversation that we're about to have or we're joking anything i don't care be self-aware anything and that is that is, when i was thinking of this list i was like that is seems like something so minor that it should come natural but i it doesn't come natural mm-hmm. to some people to some people i was thinking it also goes with friendships because i've had friends in the past i'm like i don't like hanging out with you because you're not self-aware of your surroundings or how loud you are and it makes me so uncomfortable, especially going out in public. So I also think that goes with rela- or friendships. Because... Oh, for sure. I mean, I probably wouldn't be seen with you if you weren't self-aware. So No, that's true. Like, please. Okay. Anyway, my next one is joyful. I I get it. You can't be joyful 24-7. No, we're no running back. Run back. But. You are called to be joyful in the Lord. Yeah. Always. You are. You can't always be happy. That's, yes. Let's clarify yeah, 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 that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't always be happy. But I need you, I would, I don't need you. I would love if this person just, like, radiates joy, like, day-to-day life. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't, it it uplifts the people that you're around. Yeah. If you're joyful and happy, it it uplifts the people around you, and I think that's something so sweet to look around and be like, people are actually really excited that they just walked in the room. People are actually excited that they're around them. It's, it, again, speaks louder than words. Before we haven't, I don't think we've acknowledged this, neither Devin and I are dating anyone. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have figured that out yet. <laughs> we're not dating anyone. There's n- nobody that we're talking to, nobody that we're interested <laughs> no. in. And as far as we know, nobody's interested in us. But let's just put this out there now. Let's just put that out there Before now. people are like, oh my goodness. like Their boyfriends must hate them. We no, don't we have don't those. have any. That's the problem. That's not, that's the thing. <laughs> um, but good luck to those future boyfriends. Um, they have a lot to keep up with. <laughs> but, you know, we thought we would put this out now and not First only can... makes them right there 2020. <laughs> not only will, like, will we keep each other accountable, now you guys will. All of our, like, two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Comments on our Instagram post. So I just saw um, <laughs> that you guys both have new boyfriends and... Let's look back at those 2020. Let's so. look back to see if they actually mark off both things on the list. So, anyway. Um, my 13th one is just so simple that we can move right past this. Okay. I just hope you're taller than me. 
<laughs> I also have that one. I just hope you're taller than me. I also have that one. I don't care about the height. A lot of guys I have dated or like talked to, been with, whatever, have been really tall. And I really love that. I think <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with that because that's also on mine um, later down because. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say it's my next one. But the joke. <laughs> Which, hold okay. on. First of all, to all the guys that are like, I'm short. I'm not, okay, it is honestly, let's address this. It's honestly an insecurity of mine, but because this is my 2020s list, to every guy that's probably like, oh, I'm sure. I just don't, like, it's not about you. It, this is about me. It's about me. And I'm right. not saying hey, you have to be. I'm talking about Jesus in the first 1 through 12, half, most of them, that it's down on the list. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You could be a short king and I would still I'm give going, you a chance. Yeah. I just would preferably rather okay. be taller than me. Also... I'm just taller than you, though, by quite a bit. I'm 5'4", technically. I'm 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, so, depending on the shoes. So, for a guy to be taller than me, it's not that hard. It's not hard to be taller than me, either. It's I'm not a that short hard. Little. It's really not that hard. I get that, like, I'm somewhat people, I'm controversially, but, like, some people would consider me tall on the taller side of the girl spectrum. Yeah. But, like, it's it's not that hard to be taller than 5'8". I'm just saying. But also, the Grow, joke, gosh, just grow. It's not that hard. Just make your legs longer. I'm kidding. Um, but the joke is with my dad, he always tells me, he's always, <laughs> he's like, Devin, I think you'd find this guy attractive, but I don't think he's 6'2". <laughs> and I was like, uh, I probably wouldn't. I'm so sorry. Like, one of my boyfriends is literally 6'5", but I've also had another boyfriend that was 5'7", like I am, so I was like, the last couple guys I've talked to are tall, but six and I, above. Way I'm above say, six. I'm gonna say this right Probably now. Above, I'm gonna say this right now. If you are the same height as me, or not that much taller than me, great, that's fine. But you will have to understand that I will be wearing heels on my wedding day. I will be wearing heels when we go out to a fancy dinner. And if you are upset that I'm taller than you, I think that's a masculinity problem. Yeah, I think you need to be self. Have a self check. Check yourself before check you check yourself. yourself. And if you are upset that your girlfriend is taller than you for a date or your wedding, I don't think that's a me problem. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I want to wear no. cute heels on my wedding day. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna wear heels on my wedding day. I'll also say, I'm a sneaker girl. I don't ever really wear heels or like anything. Like, uh, yeah, I don't either. Tall. So I'm just saying that, like, but like, it's just not hard to be tall. But like, me. I love me my heels. Like, I will, I will get out a point to wear my heels because I love wearing my heels. Yeah. I know you. And do. if I'm five eleven in my heels, and you're five nine, I'm sorry. That's not my problem. I will be wearing my heels. But yeah, that's just something. If it, I was taller than my prom date junior year. And he was just fine. And it was fine. I squatted in photos. Am so it's I, okay. Should, am I going on my 14th one? Yeah, go for it. My 14th one is a good listener. Um, mm. But this goes so much far out of just me. It says a lot. Not only can you listen to me, but also can you listen to others around you when people are giving you criticism. That's actually really good. But also, even going a step further, if you can listen to the Lord. Like, if the Lord's asking you to do something for not you only humbling yourself but obeying to what the lord has asked you to do says a lot about you so 
not only being a good listener to me, but being a good listener to those around you, to mentors, to pastors, like any sermon you go to, it doesn't matter. Like you are taking in feed, like you're taking in feedback all day, every day, because feedback is just a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So there's, that's my 14th one. Um, my four, we already reached the last five. We're almost there. I know. My 14th one, um, it's just something, it's something so little, but something that I, I really love is I want you to write me notes. That's a really good one. Like, just random little notes. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be a full, like, five-page paper. Oh, I was thinking five-page paper. (laughs) No, I mean, if you want to write that, I... Fine by me. Go right ahead. Like, take time out of your work day to do that. But if it's, like, something so simple as, like, a little cute, like, sticky note on my mirror. Or just, like, something, like, hidden in my Bible. Or, That's sweet. you know, just, like, little tiny notes. Or even just, like, it doesn't even have to be a physical note, but, like, a cute, just, like, a text that I rake up to. You know, just some something like that. A little note. That's a little precious. Letter. I Like, also, words of affirmation, almost. Yeah, I... Okay, but I hate verbal words of affirmation. Yeah, I don't really take those. Well if either. it is a handwritten letter, it it means so much more to me. I have all of my letters I've ever gotten. I have all of the notes I've ever gotten. Like the little wall, ever. my letter wall. No, yeah, like ever, and I keep them, and it's in the same little box. I keep all of the letters I got from camp all three years I've worked like I keep every single one of them, so I can guarantee you, if you give me one, it will be kept. I, oh, I have, to show you, I have to show you the letter that... Yes. That you have, oh, yeah. my gosh. No, I still have letters from exes. Don't worry. Um, I do, too. I, I, will ke- so I don't funny. care if we break up or not. I'm still going to keep them. I love them. They're really I love sweet. them. They're just so cute. It just reminds me of how horrible I was to that person, so... It, it's fine. It's whatever. Moving on. Um, <laughs> number 15 for me is bold, but there is a difference between confident and prideful. <laughs> Big time. A very fine line. I'm not saying that it... There's times where we get really prideful, where human beings are broken, whatever. But there's just such a difference between being confident in who you are mm-hmm. and who the Lord made you to be, but being prideful and saying that you got yourself there. Or a lot of... it's or a lot what of, you have. A lot you have. It's a lot of I statements. And so if you're making a lot of I statements, then I know that there's some... You're prideful. You got some issues. And but like, if, that's okay. But if you're like confident, you can say you're confident just by the way you walk, just the way you carry yourself. You, you don't even have to say anything. You don't have to say anything, you but you just know that you're confident. It also, go, I think, goes with what you wear. If you are confident in your clothes, yes. if you wear good clothes, that means you're automatic. Like, to me, I, I kind of <laughs> associate that with confidence. C, C, C. C, C, C. I whisper. Uh, Keep mm-hmm. going. I know. Um, number 15 again is something that i just want and not necessarily like a attribute of a person Mm -hmm. but i want to continue to date after engagement and marriage i think that's not something you want that should be a requirement it's a requirement i think it's almost expected i get that but but like i i get like being engaged is different than dating being married is different than being engaged in dating like i get that but if we even even after we have kids if we don't continuously like Go on little dates or just do something like that. Just, like, continue, like, like act like we're still mm-hmm. dating like we were when we first met. I think you'll fall out of love. You're going to fall out of love. And it's just, again, it's an expectation. Like, you should automatically do that. But I feel like you have to press, preface that these days. Oh, for her. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> My 16th kind of goes into what you said. Um, <clears throat> not what you said, but what you said earlier. But it has a sweet family. I don't say that mm-hmm. you have to have a like an amazing relationship with them I think things happen all the time and that's okay 
But I will say just like if you have a sweet family, I think that it just says a lot about you. It's about where your foundation is of what your family life was will affect what our family will look like in the end. Mm -hmm. Because like, I mean, we listen to therapists all the time, but a lot of what your parents passed down to you, like, keeps going. It is generational. Like, it will be passed down. So, I just want you to have a sweet family. And I don't say that I necessarily have to be best friends. I don't want to be besties with your mom. I mean, I would love that. I would, I want that. I crave that. But I'm just saying that you have a sweet family because I do and I love my family and I, it just, you know, I just need Things that. happen. That's okay. Okay. No, I always joke with my mom. It's like, if I don't have a mother-in-law that will help me roast their child, I don't want it. That's valid. <laughs> like, as a, obviously a joke. But if I roast my husband and the mom's like, yeah, and t- chimes in. We're going to be great. I just want something like that. I think that's so funny. Um, 16 is what we talked about earlier, being taller than me. 17 is also what we talked about earlier, is knows how to save their money. But Mm. it's, I just, I need that. Like, if you don't know how to spend your money well or save your money. Yeah. I, because I know how to save my money. I know how to spend my money. And I don't want to carry you along in my savings. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'll say it. My 17, this is, it is a requirement. I want a dog, so you must love dogs. <laughs> um, I have had people in the past that don't like dogs, and I have told them oh to their face goodness. that I would pick the dog over you, and I'm just saying I really want dogs when no, I'm older. No, I'm just exact same way. I would love a um, a Golden Doodle and <gasps> a German Shepherd, so I'm Bro. just putting out there. Those are big dogs. I want... I would be so fine with a Golden Doodle, but also a Golden Retriever and a Husky. I want a Husky. Yes. Oh. I think especially because, one, Golden Retrievers are just stupid, and I love them, and they're adorable, but they're not the brightest dog out there. But it's <laughs> so funny because of it. Shout out to my dog. Yeah. Love you, um, girl. But I also think it, I want a Husky, like a purebred Husky, mm. because Nala is part Husky, and I just I just want those howls all the time. Yes. I just, they're so freaking cute. But, yeah, I have mm-hmm. told exes before that I will pick the dog over you. Oh, I've, I've done it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens. <laughs> but... Anyway, they're access for Michael a reason. To, did you say you're 16 and 17? Then? Okay, yeah. Never mind. You're on 18. Yeah. 18. Again, this is more of just, like, an expectation. Mm. Like, you should automatically do this. But again, since culture these days. um, But you're going to call me. Oh, you valid. are not going to text me. You are not going to Snapchat me. <laughs> Red flag, red flag, if you snap me, I'm done, break up on the spot, I don't care if it's our wedding day or not, I'm done, but like, you will call me, that, and I will stand firm on that, if you are like, I don't want to call, I don't like calling, too bad, you don't get like talking on the to me? phone, get on the phone and look at my face, that's all I'm saying, hmm. like, hear my voice, that's really don't good. just text me, I also think calling goes way louder, and like, is much more sweeter and special than just texting someone. Oh, for sure. Again, it's you can effort. text me, but, like, small things. But if you actually, like, legitimately want to have a conversation, please just call me. Or I don't need to type out my thoughts. I if don't you just want to be out. like, hey, how was your day? It, it doesn't matter if it's a two-minute call or a 30-minute call. It can be as short or as long as we want it, but you will be calling me. Oh, very valid. Um, my 18th is also a requirement. I really want to travel. I want to see the world. <laughs> I, <laughs> I that's really... literally on mine too. It's <laughs> number 20 for me. Oh, okay. So I guess we can do our 18 and 20. You can do your 20. I'll do my 18. 
Basically, we want to travel. I have already... Yeah. I would love to, at some point, live across the world for a year or a month, whatever it is. I want to travel. I just want to travel. I want to see the world. A goal in my life is to go... I can show you the world. Exactly. A goal in my life is to be able to go to every single state. Oh, I'd love to do a road trip. I would love to do that. Just a little road trip. It's like, if I don't have a husband that is willing to travel with me excuse me, I will be going alone and I will be taking the dog with me. <laughs> I'm packing up and leaving. Yeah, no, but that's my 20th one is wants to travel. So I agree with you on that big time. So should I just go on to my 19? Yeah. My 19 is knows how to cook because I'm not great at it. Dude, I thought about that and I guess I never wrote it down, but I, yeah, you need to cook because I don't know how to cook and I don't really like cooking. And I don't always you want to, to and exactly. I just, I think it's really, really, really attractive when you know it how to cook. It is really attractive when you know how to cook. I, that's like my 24th because I've been adding bonus. Okay, add. Um, knows how to cook. Dude, we're on our last ones. Or my last one is something I really had to think about though. Um, me too, but it's something so simple. I will say What's your 20th? My last one is willing to take pictures slash pictures well. Mmm. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is I, not simple. It is so hard. It's <gasps> it, Okay. It is simple, but it is also really hard. Like, I don't know. I kind of find it like a red flag if you're not willing to take pictures or, like, to p- take pictures with me. Yeah. Or if you feel awkward when I'm trying to take a cute photo of you. I kind of find that as a red flag, but it's also really attractive when you can picture well. And I get, you can't really control that. It is just a No, control it. Under control it. I don't know what to Learn how to be photogenic. Gosh. I get it. Some people just don't picture well, and that is so okay. It's not, but it's so okay. I'll move past that. But it's just so cute when people are like, dude, it is also such a compliment when your friends are like, your boyfriend, like, really pictures well. (gasps) I know. (laughs) And you're just like, Oh, it's just so attractive. My 20th is um, can admit when he's wrong. That's good. Um, because wow. not That's only... That's also so hard for men. It's very in general, hard. But... It's, I mean, people, I mean, it's a pride thing. But if you oh, can yeah. humble yourself in a situation and say, I was wrong and you were right, or I was wrong for this, not only to me, but to his peers around him, if he can annul, if he, it goes into self-aware. If you're self-aware when you wrong someone any situation it just speaks very very loud about who you are and the Mm -hmm. kind of person you want to be and forgiving others and asking for forgiveness is just something I really need because I can't be I can't constantly feel like I'm in the wrong because I'm calling you out Mm -hmm. on something not calling you out calling you to a higher standard but there are there will be times and places where you need to be able to admit that you are wrong I agree with that big time. Wow, that's And that's my good. 20th one. Well, that's yeah. another episode. Um, 2020s. So, therefore, if you're listening to this and you're a guy and you don't mark off any of the boxes, we won't like you. Basically, you're out of there. Uh, but I'm girls, kidding. But girls, set your standards high. Dude, Even get to the nitpicky. But no. only you can only Make pick 20. more than 20. Oh, I just said only do 20. I say... I say... Do don't at least get, twenty. Do at least I twenty. Say. I wouldn't get too nitpicky with it because ultimately we're only we're only called to look for men that love the Lord. But um, that's okay to have needs and wants. And the Lord de- like gives you, you desires. Have a want. But um, that's another episode. We love you guys. Love. Thank uh, you for listening. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. And that's our only social media platform. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about it. <laughs> okay, that is it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>